Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. We're talking high school sports every week, so be sure to subscribe to us using your favorite podcast app. want to remind everybody this WCPO High School Insider Podcast is brought to you by your Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants, where they have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic freshly baked Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. Order in the Chick-fil-A app to earn points. And be sure to follow all our coverage on high school football this week on WCPO 9 Sports and WCPO.com. I'll be at Lancer Stadium Friday night for LaSalle's big game against IMG Academy. IMG Academy is ranked number two nationally by Max Preps, and they are the reigning national champions by not only Max Preps, but USA Today. They bring in a ton of college commitments, and this should be a very interesting game to watch. I had a chance to catch up with LaSalle football coach Pat McLaughlin on Monday morning to discuss the challenge ahead this week. Uh, I know we talked a little bit Friday night, but uh, what, what's your message to, to the guys as uh, you prepare for a week? At, uh, I think everybody, in order to be honest, would say is not your typical uh, week for an opponent. And that's what we're trying to do, just keep it as normal, as typical as possible. I mean, we're not going to do anything different. Um, we're not going to practice harder or do more at practice, just do the same things we've done for the last five years. Our focus is never on winning or losing, but doing all those things during the week that it takes to be successful. So uh, preparing the same way, practicing the same way, playing hard, having a good attitude, giving it great effort on Friday night. As long as we do those things, you know, we'll be satisfied with the outcome, whatever it may be on Friday. Is it one of those things where, you know, outside noise may have their own opinion about this game or whatever? Have you heard that or do you block it out? What do you tell the guys about all that? Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, it, the, I think it's excited. There's a lot of energy. Um, we're getting a lot of requests for media and tickets, and our kids are excited. But, um, you know, if you, if you start looking at the, the three stars that they have and where the players are going and, you know, they play this team and they play that team and they're ranked here, then we're focusing on the wrong things. Uh, they're a great team. They're a great opponent. We play nine other great opponents this year. Um, and, again, we'll go out there and play as hard as we can, as long as we can, and see what happens on Friday night. What impresses you the most about them on film? Uh, we're still trying to find a weakness. You know, we watched watched the game yesterday and watched uh, their first game against American Heritage. Uh, you know, in all seriousness, they're really good. They're well coached. They're fast. They're big and physical. Um, so we, we got to play a great game. We got to be physical. Uh, we got to play mistake free. Um, and, and just they, their kids do play hard. They all play special teams. They don't have a ton of kids. They only got about 40 kids on the roster. Um, but, you know, Everything that you would expect from one of the top teams in the nation, they they have it all: offense, defense, special teams. I mean, Pat, not every high school team gets this opportunity. I mean, why was this so important for you to schedule this back in the spring? Well, number one, we needed a game. You know, you know how difficult it is for all of us to, to find games. So we, we needed a game. They needed a game. It, it worked out. Um, and so, you know, why not just play one of the top teams in the country? And, and every week, like last week, we 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 say Winton Woods was, is a top-ranked team in the country, and then Colerain, and next week we play Trinity. So you know, it's the best team we're playing this week. It just happens to be a national uh, a national team, a team that a lot of people know. Um, and, you know, we're not going to listen to anybody outside. We're going to show up and practice and work hard and do, do the things that we've done for the last five years. What do you want to improve upon the most, maybe on both sides of the ball? Well, we got to score some points on offense. <laughs> That would be number one, which, you know, we, we've had chances. We're not that far away offensively. We had three touchdowns called back um, last week, uh, and we had a couple other opportunities that we that, that we didn't hit. So um, we, we've got uh, – uh, 
offensively, when we have a chance to make a play or we have a chance to make a run or we score a touchdown, it can't come back because of uh, because of penalty. Special teams and defense have been solid, and they've got to continue to be solid. Is it one of those things where this is a, a test of not only physical but uh, of character too? I mean, can you maybe explain that, like how you approach that with your guys just from a mental standpoint? Yeah, the, I mean, the, the expectations that we have for for our guys, it, it's the same. It's the same every week. Uh, it's, it's the same every game, no matter who we play. Um, and they know the expectations at school to be leaders in the school and leaders in the classroom and leaders um, in our community. Um, so I think our kid, we have a great group of kids. They work hard. Um, they've been fun to be around. Um, you know, and I, I really think that they're excited uh, for this opportunity as well. You know, you you want to play Division One college football or you want to play against the best or you want to be challenged by an offensive line that's really good, well, here you go. You got a chance to put some great tape out there against um, obviously a team that a lot of colleges are going to be seeing. I know you're not going to put extra hour, hours into practice. You just mentioned that at the outset. But, I mean, how exciting is that for you and your coaching staff to have this opportunity? Because, like I said, not everybody gets this every week. I mean, how do you kind of equate this? Or, you know, it's not a playoff game. I know it's only regular season. It's still another week. But you got to be inside. you got to be really excited for the opportunity. And it's, it is exciting for us. You know, it's, it's a challenge when you, again, you know, I'm seriously like trying to find a weakness. Um, that they have great players and they are well coached and they're very sound in what they do. And so we, we, we met yesterday as a staff and um, there's some things that we've got to probably do. And uh, just in terms of um, management of the game that maybe we haven't done in the past. So those are things that we're working on. Um, and we'll do some of those things at practice, but maybe still doing some things that we normally wouldn't have wouldn't do with regards to you know, how we're going to handle or manage the various situations. So we talked a lot of situational football yesterday Again, it gives us an opportunity to go up against the best. I think their coach is Pepper Johnson, so uh, he's played at the highest level. I think he uh, he's coaching in college, and obviously now he's doing a very good job with this team. Appreciate it, Pat. Well, as you can tell from Coach McLaughlin there, they're, the Lancers are ready for this opportunity against IMG Academy, a perennial national power, ranked number two nationally by Max Preps. The Ascenders had a 58 to nothing victory over a team from Columbus, Bishop Sycamore, in a game Sunday that was played at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton. It was televised on ESPN. So certainly the Lancers know the talented team that they're going up against, but uh, they're treating this week like any other with practice. And uh, they know that there's a full season ahead, playoffs uh, to come later on this fall. And, uh, you know, they're keeping this thing in perspective, which is very important if you're a Lancers fan as well. Switching gears a little bit from high school football, had a chance recently to catch up with Utah Jazz guard Macy Oteague, the 2015 Walnut Hills High School graduate, Talked about life in the NBA, the summer league that he excelled in, and also winning a national championship with Baylor University this past April. So, Macy, tell me a little bit about uh, the summer league and what, what that was like for you and um, what, what you've learned the most. Uh, the summer league was definitely an experience. Uh, just going out there, competing with a lot of different players, a lot of players coming from different areas, different backgrounds, different uh, professional careers, some rookies, some like seven, 10-year vets on the team. So uh, it was definitely different. And uh, just using that time to ask those guys a lot of questions, just be a sponge and just soak up everything that I could possibly learn. Was there a couple of different things that uh, you took away from the most in terms of asking those questions? Uh, yeah, uh, just continue to be aggressive and not to worry about the business side of things. Uh, just go out there and control what I can control. So, so remind me again, what was kind of your, some of your stat lines? I know because your assist total was uh, ranks kind of all – Tell me about that. Ranks all time in the summer league as well. Uh, I think 
Now, my brother just told me this the other day that it was a uh, third all time in a, in the summer league, uh, I think the lead was 17, then the second was 14, third place was uh, 12. You know, I tied out with like uh, three other people, so uh, third of all time and uh, most assists in the summer league game. But um, yeah, like that was just a different aspect of me. Usually I'm scoring the basketball, but uh, I got a chance to facilitate and try to get a lot of guys involved. I feel like I did a decent job at that uh, during the past game. I even went back and watched the film and saw ways I could have got guys more involved. So I, uh, there's room for improvement, but I was pleased with the way I passed the ball uh, the past game. How many games did you participate in? No, we played in eight games total, uh, three in Salt Lake and five in Vegas. Uh, and that was it. Gotcha. So what do you do uh, uh, between now and uh, – I mean, I guess what, what's kind of your upcoming schedule between now and uh, preseason schedule? Yeah, just got to start training. Well, continue to train um, as the offseason goes on. Uh, you got OTAs coming up in uh, the early September. Then training camp starts at the end of September. So I just getting prepared to be around the uh, Utah Jazz players. When did the Jazz actually officially sign you? Uh, they officially signed me, uh, but I honestly don't know. Uh, it was like like earlier in August, I think it was maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, earlier in August. Okay, gotcha. So, what's kind of that? What's that contract? I mean, is that like, you know, is that for a certain amount of time or duration of time? Or uh, it's, like- a, it's a non guaranteed contract. Uh, most guys in the NBA uh, have non guaranteed contracts. Well, I say about half of the guys. Uh, so. Um, yeah, it's not guaranteed. Nothing's, um, nothing's promised. So I just got to go out there and continue to fight. Like, uh, my life depends on it because it does. Yeah. What, what's, how, how, what's that drive like for you knowing that, you know, you have this opportunity in front of you if you perform? I mean, what, what's that mentality like? Uh, it's definitely, uh, just me trying to take advantage of any opportunity that I'm given. Uh, just trying to seize the moment, seize the day and, uh, win each possession. Uh, just trying to go one and oh in everything that I do, whether it's, uh, going one and oh, going to sleep early at night, uh, what I'm eating, uh, just trying to like win each and every, uh, aspect of the day. And, uh, those little victories will eventually add up to, uh, one big win. I mean, you played the highest level, one national title with Baylor. Has there been any, I mean, what's the biggest difference between, you know, the transition from college basketball to, to now? Uh, the biggest difference is I think uh, it's a lot of moving pieces uh, in, in this aspect. Uh, I mean, we got like three players come on the team uh, when I was in Salt Lake, you know, like a couple players left when I was in uh, Vegas. So uh, just like the moving pieces, like people coming in and out and uh, just, just trying to just play with players that you never played with in just a short amount of time. What's, what's uh, Salt Lake City like? No, I really haven't gone outside. I was in a hotel when I was there. Uh, just we had practice and stuff, so I haven't gone outside. But it's a nice view out there. Uh, it's a lot of mountains, so uh, it looks decent. And Jared Butler's your teammate. What's yes, sir. Like? Uh, JB's been pretty cool. He's encouraged me on the bench. Uh, he didn't play in uh, the summer league in Vegas, but uh, he encouraged me a lot while we were on the bench. Uh, just telling me to take ten, uh, take uh, full, like take all of my opportunities in stride. Have you met Donovan Mitchell? Nah, Donovan Mitchell, he hasn't been there yet. Uh, I'm sure he won't be there until, like, the end of September. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know if you just, you know, met him just through whatever, you know, somehow. Yeah, but, uh, gotcha. Uh, what's it like coming back home? I know you got to go to lunch with Coach, uh, Coach Hill. What's that been like? Yeah, uh, coming back home has been pretty cool. You know, it's always good to see family and friends. Uh, just being in a in an environment that I know, uh, just driving around the city, uh, seeing things that I'm familiar with, been familiar with my entire life. So uh, that aspect of things is great. I really enjoy my time back home and uh, just uh, just going to continue to enjoy it while it lasts. Was this the first time since after the national championship game back in the spring? Nah, I came back. Uh, I came back in at the end of right before the draft. So I was here like July 28th, 29th, and I left the 30th. I mean, 
Yeah, it's the extent of my basketball career has been great. Uh, just giving the opportunity to just continue to play. I uh, just want to play basketball as long as I can before I enter like the real world of work. So I uh, just want to continue to enjoy playing basketball because uh, that's something that I love and just continue to get better as time goes on. Well, obviously, all of Greater Cincinnati will be rooting for Macy Oteague out there in Salt Lake City as he has the opportunity to make an NBA roster this fall and going to keep eye on him as well as 2019 Moeller High School graduate Miles McBride, who was drafted in the second round by the New York Knicks. So certainly we have a lot of basketball talent uh, to be watching uh, in the NBA this upcoming season. want to remind everybody this WCPO High School Insider podcast is brought to you by your local Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A restaurants. Chick-fil-A has delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic freshly baked Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit. Order today in the Chick-fil-A app to earn points. We'll switching gears again to another winter sport, swimming and diving. St. Xavier High School named David Albert as its next Aquabombers head coach recently had a chance to sit down and uh, talk about not only this position, but the opportunity to continue the tradition and the success of the long blue lane, 13 consecutive state titles for St. Xavier, and certainly a lot of expectations again this winter. So tell me about uh, what's been the, uh, the reaction that you've received and uh, just what's it been like just to be called now the new head coach of the long blue lane? Um, well, the, the reception was overwhelming in a positive manner. Um, lots of former athletes that I've worked with reached out to me, um, parents, um, families of former students that I've worked with. Um, it was Tuesday was a busy day. Um, and, and heard from some people that haven't heard from in a while. And just the outpouring of support has been very encouraging and, um, definitely fuels the excitement for this opportunity. What was the process like for you? Just, um, you know, just get, getting this position, interviewing, I mean, what was that whole thing like for you? Uh, quick. Actually, um, so the um, the job was posted back in June and um, heard heard back from the athletic department late July, and the um, finalization of everything happened within a week or so. So it was it was, it was quick. Um, but I mean, I've I've known a lot of the staff members for you know 14, 15 years at this point. So um, you know, it's kind of a wait and see what happened, but. Um, the, the process was both short, but it also started back in June. Um, so just waiting to see how things manifested and fell into place. What did the athletic department and administration like most about you? And what did you bring to the table that um, convinced them? Um, well, I, I think it was a combination of a lot of things, but um, definitely a lot of spirit and experience with the school and familiarity with the program and, uh, my passion for the sport and more importantly, my passion for working with athletes and um, how this program has had an instrumental impact on my life and how I believe it has an instrumental impact on um, all the student athletes that come through our program. And that starts with you know believing in the mission of the school, but also believing in what we're doing and believing in our athletes. Um, and you craft the program around that, that belief that we're doing something greater than swimming and we're we're, we're impacting these young men and making a difference in their lives. Can you maybe give me some insight into the program since you're so familiar with it and been a part of this? I mean, I think people on the outside who follow high school sports, but may not follow swimming and diving as closely think 
St. X is an automatic 13 consecutive state titles, you know, uh, you know, the 42 state titles, all time state record and, uh, you know, a, a team sport. Um, but it's clearly not that easy. So can you kind of give us an insight on what's made this program so successful? Uh, the people involved, they've made the program what it is, um, you know, starting back from, you know, my, my memory of the program and my involvement with it, it's always been the people involved, starting with the coaches, um, coach Brower, coach Bierman, coach Keefe, um, all these instrumental players throughout the year, throughout the years. And, you know, it's kind of a, a running thought that, you know, you want to stop and enjoy the journey, but the next season starts the day the, you know, the day the previous season ended and you're um, it's, it's one of those things where you can't really fully capture everything we do until you live it. Um, But there's a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort from a lot of different people, um, you know, to, to rally behind that mission. And um, you know, we, we put in a lot of hours of working together and working with these young men to, to, do what we do. And it, 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 like you said, it's not easy. Um, we take nothing for granted. There are no gimmies. Um, and we, we pour our hearts, hearts and souls into, into that belief. And, um, we're, we work at it every day. So, so what are you doing now just to prepare? Obviously practice doesn't start officially till late October, but what's kind of your order of business right now? Uh, well, wrapping up things over at McNichols High School. Um, you know, I'm going to make sure I do everything I can for them um, as I transition out of that role and into my new role. Um, they've been, it's, it's a wonderful place over there, lots of wonderful people, and definitely want to make sure that my last couple of days there are, are um, well spent. Uh, but for right now, it's laying the groundwork of who's going to be involved, um, kind of working backwards a little bit with the scheduling and um, you know, getting things worked out with the athletic department, just all the little step-by-step things that go into the beginning of the season. Um, a lot of things that people don't see and just, they just kind of happen, you know? Um, so it's going to be a lot of communicating, a lot of meetings, a lot of making sure we have all of the X's and O's where they need to be. And, um, you know, we'll start practice in November and um, start communicating our initial um, season details as soon as we can. You know, once I'm officially onboarded at the school, a lot of that will happen fairly quickly in sequential order. But um, you know, right now it's just making those connections or reconnecting and um, getting, getting ready to start. You know, it's kind of the deep breath before the plunge. Well, certainly David Albert knows this program inside and out. He's been part of the Cincinnati Marlins program. He's been part of the water pro- polo program there at St. Xavier. And uh, he is eager to uh, meet the expectations and put his uh, footprint on this program this winter as uh, the uh, swimming and diving season will officially open in late October. That's all we have for you this week. Be sure to check out WCPO.com for my story uh, from this past weekend about all the challenging times that the area high school football teams had to go through with uh, COVID-19 quarantines. Uh, there were heat concerns. It was a stormy Friday night with inclement weather that had to postpone some games. I had a chance to catch up with a few area high school football coaches and give uh, some insider details about uh, what they went through in trying to reschedule some games. We'll talk to you next week.